obedience, 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 obedience is a cornerstone of our faith in God. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, it assures about what we do not see. Being obedient requires faith in God. Without faith, it is impossible to follow God. I will. Obedience. Obedience. Obey God. Hey y'all, it's Ashley, aka Ash. And Shantavia, aka Shay. And And this this is Obedience Podcast, which is a podcast created for Bible studies, honest conversations, and growth in Christ Jesus. Our mission here is simply to obey. Obey stands for being obedient to God, believing in God's word, evolving our minds through Jesus Christ, and yielding to Holy Spirit. We are excited to have our obedient ladies and gents back. And if you are new, Welcome to the family. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. It's Ashley, a.k.a. Ash. And Shantavia, a.k.a. Shay. And, and this, this is Obedience Podcast. So we want to welcome you guys to the third episode of our Interdependent Series. Yes. So if you guys haven't checked out our other episodes already, first we did discuss the Tainted Promise. Yeah. Got good and juicy in that episode. And in the second episode, we discussed, you know, what mm-hmm. is interdependence? Can you let us know that? But in this episode, it's titled, It's a Trap. Dun, dun, dun. Well, we will discuss the consequences of being independent. It's always a consequence. Always. So the series objective for this series is to inform the believer that life is not meant to be lived alone. We are to live interdependently with God. Mm-hmm. And so our base scripture for this series is Matthew chapter 16 verses 24 to 26 where it reads then Jesus said to his disciples if any of you wants to be my follower you must give up your own way take up your cross and follow me if you try to hang on to your life you will lose it but if you give up your life for my sake you will save it and what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul is anything worth more than your soul (laughs) So like Ashley said, today we're talking about the consequences of being independent, and y'all, it's a lot. Mm. So in this episode, we are going to cover two different topics. We're going to talk about the stormy takeoff, and then we'll talk about the safe trap. And this episode is going to come from the book of Jonah. We do encourage you to read the entire book. It's it's only four chapters, y'all. It's not that long. And it's real good. Yeah, you can break it out in four days if you like, but we just highly encourage you to read the entire thing. But in this episode, we are going to be focusing on chapter one. But before we jump into this episode, because we are very excited, we do want to invite Holy Spirit in, who is the third member of our group. So, Father God, we want to thank you for letting us come together another night to film another episode of the podcast that you created. We pray that throughout this episode, we all can take heed to the consequences that result of trying to move independently without you. We pray that we're able to grow in dependence with you and we don't make any decisions or we don't move without you. We pray and invite you into this session just so it is more of you and none of us. And we just pray for transparency and growth in this episode and we pray away any technical difficulties any confusion and we just invite you in in jesus name we pray amen amen 
So let's go ahead and hop into this first topic, the stormy takeoff. So like we said before, we do encourage you guys to read the entire book of Jonah. It's not long. It's a good read. You can learn some things from it. So go ahead and do that. So for the first portion of this episode, we do want to cover verses, verses 3 and also 6 through 7. And it reads, But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarsha. He went up to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for the port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tasha to flee from the Lord. Verse 6. The captain went to him and said, How can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us so that we will not perish. Then the sailors said to each other, Come, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this calamity. They cast lots. And the lot fell on Jonah. So if you guys don't know. In the first portion of this chapter. Chapter 1. God told Jonah. He gave him specific instructions. To go to Nineveh. And mm-hmm. to preach against them. Because they were doing all kinds of things. He was just like. Go tell them. Go warn them people. Mm-hmm. That's, true. That he, that's what he wanted to do. And Jonah was just like. I'm going to buy my ticket. I'm going to go across this water. I ain't ain't, ain't hearing from you. Mm -hmm. So this is where we get into the stormy takeoff. (laughs) Let me tell y'all something. Jonah was serious about that thing. Hello? Jonah was not here for it. The city that God told him to go to is northeast. Mm -hmm. Jonah went west. (laughs) Like, he went as far away as possible to not do what God told him to do. Right. I just want to know how many times have we done that as human beings, as Christians? Just like, this is what I want you to do. And we're just like, oh, nope, definitely going to do the complete opposite because I don't have time for that. You talking to me, Lord? <laughs> right? You got the wrong person. Wrong, wrong Ashley. You know, it's a lot of us. I'm going to be over here in the West yes. until you figure out yeah. who you trying to talk to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mind my business. My disobedient business. <laughs> like I said, as human beings... As Christians, we often all have ran completely away from what the Lord said to do. Mm-hmm. Even if it's as simple as give that person a dollar. You know, something so simple, we couldn't run from it. Yeah. But what I question was, what's causing you to actually ruin? Mm-hmm. What's causing you to flee like Jonah did? Jonah decided that he wasn't going to do what the Lord told him to do. Because he didn't feel like those people deserve what the Lord wanted mm-hmm. to give them. Something is causing you to flee. Like, something was causing Jonah to flee. But what's causing you to flee from being dependent from God? Mm. What really is it? Is it fear? Procrastination? Mm. Stubbornness? Mm. That's what it does a whole lot. Stubbornness. And then even saying, you know, like we said before, you know, you got the wrong person, God. I don't. Yeah. I think that's too much for you to ask me to do. So I'm just be over here in my comfort zone. Let you figure out yeah. what you're trying to do. But what is causing you to flee from God? Mm-hmm. Step one. Mm-hmm. What is the why? Mm-hmm. Behind what? That's a good starting question to ask yourself. Also, like, is it you not trusting God? Do you not know Him enough in that area? 
You're just like, Lord, I ain't capable of doing it. I am not qualified. But if he's called you to it, he is going to be with you. He's going to give you the words to say. He will never leave, lead you to an area where you're not capable to do what he said. Right. To do what he said. And the reason I like interjected because it's literally like what's in my notes. Mm-hmm. Prior to this episode, it was it was rough. You know, my favorite thing it was chaos. I was I was telling Ashley, you know, like I'm not hearing from God. I was talking to my other friends. I was just like, I'm not hearing from him. Like, what is wrong? Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where I'm just like, okay, well, I'm not hearing from him, so therefore I'm just gonna let him be, and I'm be over here. He can have fun by himself. I'm be over here just like not worrying about it. So it got to the point where I wasn't praying every single day. I would only really study when we had an episode to do. And that studying was so short. It was like, girl, you could have just said it. (laughs) I had a very hard time jumping back in and getting back to my wife. And when I started studying this episode... I realized that first you have to figure out, like I said, what's causing you to flee. Mm-hmm. So all y'all know about Ashley's recent career transition. It led me to fear. Now I want y'all to point out the conversation never happened. This is the trick of the enemy putting fear into you. I'm like, okay, well, I started this with Ashley, so I don't really think I can do this on my own. So therefore, if it ever comes to that, this is just going to have to cease and stop. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't realize it was fear immediately. That's why we Mm -hmm. stayed in this little situation for a while because I didn't even think that it was fear. Mm -hmm. That didn't even cross my mind. But through this study, Holy Spirit made me realize that I was moving out of fear. So in verse 7, if y'all read the whole thing, When everything was going crazy, the sailors said to each other, let us find out who is responsible for this calamity. Hmm. So who is responsible for what's going on around you? At the end of the day, nobody has control over you except you. We oftentimes blame God for the situations we put ourselves in or we try to blame others about stuff that we put ourselves in. Mm-hmm. So because I was moving out of fear and thinking 500 steps ahead, I blamed everybody around me and even God for the calamity that was going on. So just to wrap everything up, I basically had to get back into Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. You know, which y'all know is my favorite scripture, but you got to actually live that thing out, you know. You gave me the vision of the podcast. You told me to reach out to Ashley. And so, whatever you make work with the podcast, you're going to make it work. But in my understanding, I'm thinking, well, I can't do this podcast without her. Or it's going to eventually be too much, blah, 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 blah. But you have to remember not to lean not into your own understanding. Because first of all, if he gave you the vision, he's not going to leave you alone with that vision. Mm -hmm. Second of all, he's not going to create chaos in something that he's created. Something that he wants to thrive. He's not going to create chaos in that. The only way that all of that happens is if you focus on an I point of view. Mm -hmm. And something that Jonah did in verse 12 is he took full responsibility 
once the lot determined that, hey, he the problem. Mm-hmm. In verse 12, he said, I know that it is my fault that this great storm has come upon you. Mm-hmm. He took full responsibility. He didn't be like, huh? Uh, it wasn't really me. Like, you sure? You want to do that again? Mm-hmm. He was like, yep, it's me. Throw me in the water. You have to take accountability for what's going on inside of your head. So once I was able to realize, hey, you're moving in fear, so therefore you're creating all these different scenarios that's not even happening. You're not trusting God in the area or the thing that he put in your life, and so therefore you're creating calamity. Once you learn what what the why and why you're fleeing is, it breaks a chain loose from something that the enemy had you captured in Mm -hmm. because all you can see is what he's putting in front of you and not the actual truth of God. Right. Well, ain't that the truth? (laughs) (laughs) So in verse 6, we see your disobedience can affect others around you as well. We should think about others. We should feel Holy Spirit on the inside of us saying, you know you ain't right. You know you ain't right. This is going to affect somebody else. You want people to thrive. You want people to hear from Holy Spirit through the instructions that God has given you. The most beautiful part about this is that even in Jonah's disobedience, God still has that safe trap available to him. So the great fish, a.k.a. the whale, was a whole setup to get Jonah to realize, hey, bruh, you know, you know that storm was for you to come back to God. And mm-hmm. he had, what was it, three days and three nights mm-hmm. in the fish? Yep. You That was plenty of time to come on back to God in that long prayer in chapter 2 mm-hmm. to be like, Lord, I'm sorry. The funny part is, he thought he was going to get away from the Lord. Yeah, he really did. He really thought that, like, he was going to go, to buy my ticket. He wasted money. <laughs> we can never get away from the Lord. Mm-mm. He's always with us. So there is nowhere, nowhere too low, no valley too low, no mountain too high that we can go and escape God's love and his presence. Because he's always with us. The choice is we need to come to him. We need to cry out and be like, Lord, you know, I bought my ticket. I wasn't supposed to be in that boat, but okay, here I am. God will always come and find you. Like we talked about in our interview with Christine, he is always running and chasing after you, and we just have to allow him in. My Bible pointed out something that, you know, really just like took me a bag and really made me sit in it, you know? It said, you cannot seek God's love and run from him at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I immediately thought of Matthew 6 and 33 that says, but seek first his kingdom and righteousness and all these things will be added to you. The first thing that we are supposed to do is seek his kingdom, seek his righteousness, be like him. And if we're trying to be like Jesus, when I say him, Jesus never ran from God. So, we must be willing to carry out the responsibilities and assignments that he gives us. Mm -hmm. But I also wanted to point out verse 16, where the men on the ship, they were worshiping other gods, the little Gs. But at the end, look how beautifully they recognized that Jonah knew God, the ultimate God, our father. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, wait, wait a minute, hold up, he didn't stop the storm? Yeah. Just, we could have been through him off the boat. But he is so mighty. He's so powerful that he can stop the storm just like that. Mm-hmm. And they feared the Lord. And they were just mm-hmm. like, oh, 
let me offer up my sacrifice to this Lord. Yep. Because this is the King of Kings. This is the Lord of Lords. So they were just like, hey, this is some God to worship. Mm -hmm. So they turned around and worshiped God. Now, let me say this before you be like, oh, my disobedience leading people to Christ. Don't do that. This is our warning. I hear your thoughts right now. Just stop it. Turn back to God. You're wasting time. Yeah. <laughs> God just used that yes. situation so he can make some good out of it. Yes. He had an opportunity to get those people, so mm -hmm. he just used that opportunity. But it is a great example of God using our mistakes to help others come yes. to know him. Not, like Ashley's saying, not saying that you should make mm -hmm. mistakes. It's just... That's how merciful God is, yeah. that even in our mistakes, he still will make good out of it, mm -hmm. even if it has nothing to do with us. Right. That's, think about that. Think how good of a God that we serve that he can give somebody else a miracle, give somebody else a revelation yeah. in the midst of our mistakes. Yeah. And he don't even have to because we're not even supposed to be over here. Mm -mm. So the moral of this story is we serve a gracious and compassionate God. That's right. So yes, there are consequences of moving independently without him, but he's always going to remember us. Like I said before in a previous episode, we can go down our own little path, but he's going to have like a little U-turn that waiting for us. And the well was Jonah's U-turn. Mm -hmm. So we have to try our best to move in obedience to God but also remember that he's compassionate and he's merciful yeah. and he won't forget about us. A lot of the times when people move in disobedience or do something that was disobedient to God, they think that God is going to automatically forget them. He can't stand them. And that's not true. Mm -mm. It is better to walk in obedience, but the disobedience can still help others. And you can learn from that disobedient era. And he can even use that painful experience that disobedience caused to get you to minister to somebody and get them in. Mm -hmm. But life is easier without going down that disobedient path. And just to comment on something as well, like, he didn't mean it for experiences to teach us. So, like, this experience, Jonah didn't have to go through. He didn't have to go through none of this. He is the gracious God, but experiences, some things won't have to do. We should trust God enough to rely on God enough, depend on God enough to be obedient the first time. And I know we're going to get it wrong sometimes. You know, sometimes we just going to go by our own thing, but we should not rely on experience to teach us when God's word is the lamp until our feet and is there to teach us as well. So like Ashley said, we don't have to live off experience because we do have the one and only Savior who died on the cross to give us Holy Spirit, who directs our lives. So right now is the best opportunity, if you haven't, to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior because he's going to give us the opportunity to have that personal relationship with God. So if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Savior... Now is the perfect opportunity to do so. So if you would like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it's very simple. All you have to do is repeat this short prayer after us. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me. Thank you for forgiving me and delivering me from my sins. 
In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And just like that, it's that simple. You are now a part of the kingdom, citizens. And we are so excited to have you. Mm-hmm. So at this moment, now that you've accepted Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit can come on in the room and can direct your paths and tell you which way to go and which yes. way not to go. Yes. So we are so excited about that. Be sure to connect with a Bible teaching church. We always leave our church's live stream link in the description box below. Mm-hmm. Where we go live at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time mm-hmm. every single Sunday. And if you are listening on any of our podcast streaming services, mm-hmm. be sure to leave us a review. It will really help us grow in the podcast community. And also, you know, we like to bless everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay? We like to bless our friends and also our enemies. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and share that with five of your friends and enemies. Let's count them down as one, two, three, four, and and if you haven't, go ahead and follow us on all of our social media platforms. They should be on the screen for you right now. Mm-hmm. And if you have any prayer requests, be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com. And we'll be sure to stand in agreement with you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then before you leave, if you have not downloaded our free printable Definitely go down in the description box and download it. It has been a great help during my study time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good Bible study tool. So definitely click that link below. That's right. And you guys already know, be sure to catch us Tuesday doing our Turn Up Tuesday. Next week's guest is our friend to the show, Miss Purpose Williams. And we'll be discussing more in depth on the consequences of being independent. Which we don't want to do. And be on the lookout for a new episode Saturday where we are going to provide you a bonus episode for this series. So be on the lookout for that. That's right. But in the meantime, in between time, I'm still in Ashley Will Singer. <laughs> As always, be, be obedient. obedient. We'll see y'all next time. Go on, be independent out there. No, interdependent. Go on and be interdependent out there. Mm hmm.